Speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We continue today in Matthew chapter 5, moving on to verses 10 through 12. In these three verses, Jesus addresses the subject that deals with the persecution of the righteous. He tells us to rejoice when people insult us and say all kinds of evil things about us, because we believe in him, we are to be glad because the prophets that came before us were treated the same way. Paul, in his first letter to the church in Thessalonica, says this in chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. You suffered from your own countrymen the same way those churches in Judea suffered from the Jews, who killed the Lord Jesus and the prophets and also drove us out. Now, the application of this beatitude in our day and to the remnant of Israel during the Great Tribulation is easy to see, but can it apply to the kingdom which is to be established? Won't all evil be removed in the kingdom? Well, there are many scriptures showing that the millennial kingdom, there will still be evil in the world, because it will be a time of testing. The outbreak of rebellion at the end of the millennium reveals that evil will be prevalent during the millennium. Now, here are verses 10 through 12 of Matthew chapter 5. Happy are those who are persecuted because they are good, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. When you are reviled and persecuted and lied about because you are my followers, wonderful. Be glad. Be happy about it. Be very glad. For a tremendous reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted also.
Now, here with today's study is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus said to his followers, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Then he added commentary. He said, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before them. Chapter 5, 10 through 12 of Matthew. This is the eighth beatitude of Jesus. I ended with the seventh yesterday, the one about peacemaking. Blessed are the peacemakers, it said. In our sin, we humans delight in strife, divisions, and bitterness. That's why the subject of peacemaking is a constant concern in both Testaments. Jesus, of course, was and is the great peacemaker between God and man, and between man and man. Interesting, from peacemaking, Jesus moves to persecution, the eighth beatitude. A world that enjoys its strife and hate isn't always happy with the peacemakers. They get in the way of divisions and strife and war. Humans in sin are naturally opposed to peace of any kind. Good and evil do not mix. God and Satan have nothing in common. The ungodly world will always persecute the godly. I am never particularly concerned about Christianity when the Christians are persecuted. But I am deeply concerned about a Christianity that becomes popular and accepted by an ungodly world. While it is natural for evil to persecute good, it is not natural for the two to coexist peacefully. Ever since godly Abel, the second son of Adam and Eve, was murdered by ungodly Cain, that hostility has continued. It can be traced through the Old Testament history and through church history. The reason for persecution, which Jesus mentions here in verse 10, is righteousness. But note here from the words of Jesus in verse 11, where the more basic reason is given. I repeat the beatitude. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. It is entirely possible that Christians may be persecuted for other reasons than for Christ. Some Christians are plain obnoxious. Some are dishonest. Some are greedy and hard to get along with. Many are not easy to love. Persecution on those grounds is not what Jesus is speaking about. The persecuted followers of the Lord are compared to the ancient Hebrew prophets of the Old Testament. The Old Testament record is filled with the accounts of the persecution of godly prophets. Jeremiah is a good example, and many others. That's simply the nature of the case. Given good and evil, God and Satan, it's normal for the ungodly to persecute the godly. Followers of Christ should expect it. Of course, not all of us who profess to be Christ's followers are being persecuted. We here in the West are not, not really. That, however, is not true of many of you who have written from other lands. Many of you suffer severe persecution. Why don't we? I don't know. Perhaps God couldn't trust us with persecution.
Someone has said that the devil never harmed a church by persecuting it, but by joining up with it. Paul's words to Timothy are sobering, to say the least. He writes that everyone who wants to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. 2 Timothy 3.11 Perhaps if we were more godlike, we would be persecuted by an ungodly world. I am sure that we here in the West have some serious lessons to learn from persecuted Christians in other places. And we welcome letters from persons beyond our own borders. And we share excerpts and testimonials from such letters with others. We need to learn from one another. While persecution doesn't harm a church, and while it probably strengthens it, Jesus does not tell us to encourage persecution. We are not to seek it. But nor are we necessarily to retreat from it or make compromising efforts to avoid it, and we certainly are not to retaliate. Now, one final point. When followers of Christ suffer because of Christ and because of righteousness, Jesus said, Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. Rejoicing and gladness is the appropriate response to persecution. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Perhaps special rewards are reserved in eternity for the godly who suffered for their faith. On the basis of these words, I must say that whatever sufferings you may be called upon to endure, for the sake of Christ and for righteousness, it will be worth it all. We've had several letters from young men who, when they professed Christ, were literally thrown out of their homes with nowhere to go. I repeat, it will be worth it all. Don't retaliate, don't retreat, but rejoice, for great is your reward in heaven. I'll follow you, Lord, wherever Oh, you.
Snow is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.